anger, its uses and abuses. Comparing the two most famous events in the Torah, we face what seems to be like a glaring contradiction. In this week's parsha, Moses on the mountain is told by God to go down to the people. They have made a golden calf. Moses descends, holding in his hands the holiest object of all time, the two tablets carved and inscribed by God himself. As he reached the foot of the mountain, he saw the people dancing around the calf. In his anger, he threw down the tablets and broke them to pieces. It was a public display of anger, yet Moses wasn't criticised for this act, done entirely of his own accord. Reish Lokish, commenting on the verse in which God commands Moses to carve a new set of tablets to replace the ones Asher Shibarta, which you broke, says that God was in effect giving his approval to Moses' deed. It was as if he was saying, Well done in breaking them. The sages went further. The concluding verses of the Torah say, No other prophet has arisen in Israel like Moses, who knew the Lord face to face, or in any of the mighty hand or awesome wonders Moses displayed. In the sight of all Israel. On the phrase mighty hand, Yad Chazakah, they said that this refers to the breaking of the tablets. In other words, it is seen as one of his greatest acts of courage and leadership. Many years later, Moses was faced with another crisis. The people had arrived at Kadesh. There was no water. The people complained. Once again, Moses displayed his anger. Told by God to speak to the rock, he struck it twice, and the water gushed out. This time, however, instead of being praised for what he did, God said to him, Because you did not trust in me to sanctify me in the sight of the Israelites, you will not bring this assembly into the land I have given them. The difficulties in this passage are well known. What was Moses' sin, and wasn't the punishment disproportionate. But my concern here, though, is simply with a comparison between these two events. In both cases, the people were running out of control. In both cases, Moses performed a gesture of anger. Why was one commended and the other condemned? Why was a show of anger appropriate in one case, but not in the other? Is anger always wrong? when shown by a leader, or is it sometimes necessary? The answer is provided by Maimonides in his law code, the Mishnah Torah, in his Hilchot Deot, his laws of character. He tells us that in general we should follow the middle way in the emotional life. But there are two emotions about which Maimonides says that we should not follow the middle way but should instead strive to eliminate them entirely from our emotional life. And they are pride and anger. About anger, he says this. Anger is an extremely bad attribute, and you should distance yourself from it by going to the other extreme. You should train yourself not to get angry, even about something to which anger 
might be the appropriate response. The ancient sages said, one who yields to anger as is if he had worshipped idols. They also said, whoever yields to anger, if he is wise, his wisdom deserts him, and if he's a prophet, his prophecy leaves him. They also said the life of an irascible person, somebody easily moved to anger, is not a life. Therefore, they have instructed us to keep far from anger, training ourselves to stay calm even in the face of provocation. That is the right way. However, Maimonides then adds an important qualification. If you want to instill reverence in your children and family, or in public if you're the head of the community and your desire is to show them your anger so as to bring them back to the good, then you should appear to be angry with them so as to reprove them, but inwardly you must remain calm, as if you are acting the part of an angry person, but in reality you aren't angry at all. According to Maimonides, the emotion of anger is always the wrong response. We may not be able to help feeling it, but we should be aware that while it lasts We are in the grip of an emotion we can't control. That's what makes anger so dangerous. It is, to use Daniel Kahneman's terminology, thinking fast, when we ought to be thinking slow. What then are we to do? Maimonides here and elsewhere adopts a position that's been strikingly vindicated by neuroscientists' discovery of the plasticity of the brain. Intensive training over a prolonged period rewires our neural circuitry. We can develop new patterns of response, initially through intense self-control, but eventually through habit. This is particularly hard to do in the case of anger, which is why we have to work so hard to eliminate it from our emotional repertoire. But, says Maimonides, There's a fundamental difference between feeling anger and showing it. Sometimes it's necessary for a parent, teacher or leader to demonstrate anger, to look angry even if you aren't. It has a shock effect. When someone in authority displays anger, the person or group it is directed against is in danger and it knows it. It's almost like administering an electric shock. And it's often effective in bringing a person or a group to order. It is, though, a very high-risk strategy because there's a danger that it will provoke an angry response, making the situation worse, not better. It's a weapon to be used only rarely, but sometimes it's the only way. The key question then becomes, is this a moment when anger is called for or not, and this calls for careful judgment. When people are dancing around an idol, anger is the right response. But when there's no water and the people are crying out in thirst, it is the wrong response. Their need is real, even if they don't express it in the right way. So, to summarize, we should never feel anger, but there are times when we should show it. These are few and far between, 
but they exist. I say this because of one of my own most life-changing experiences. There was a time when I smoked a pipe. It was the wrong thing to do, and I knew it. There is a mitzvah to take care of your health, and smoking harms you badly in multiple ways. Yet there is such a thing as addiction, and it can be very hard to cure, even when you are fully aware of how badly you are injuring yourself and others. For years, I tried to give it up and repeatedly failed. Then someone I respected greatly became angry with me. It was a cool anger, but it felt like a slap in the face. It cured me. The shock was so great that I stopped and never smoked again. The experience of being on the receiving end of someone's anger changed my life. It may even have saved my life. This was a difficult discovery. When you are a leader, you are often at the receiving end of people's anger. You learn to live with it and not let it depress or deflect you. However, when someone who clearly cares for you gets angry with you, not because he or she disagrees with you, but simply because they see you doing yourself harm, it can change your life in a way few other things can. You come to see the point of Maimonides' distinction as well. Therapeutic anger, if we can call it that, is done not out of emotion but out of careful, deliberate judgment that this is what the situation calls for right now. The person who delivers the shock is no more, not so much feeling anger as showing it, and that is what makes it all the more shocking. There are families and cultures where anger is used all too often. This is abusive and harmful. Anger is bad for the person who feels it and often for the one who receives it. But sometimes there are situations that demand it where putting up with somebody's bad behavior is damaging and where making excuses for it can become a form of codependency. Friends and family intending no more than to be tolerant and kind in effect make it easy for the person to stay addicted to bad habits at a cost to his and other people's happiness. Maimonides on Moses teaches us that we should try to conquer our feelings of anger, but when we see someone or a group acting wrongly, we may have to show anger even if we don't feel it. People sometimes need that shock to help them change their lives.